Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program. We're brought to you by The Caring Place with centers in Miami and Broward. Uh, for 100 years, we are known as the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We still have our centers, but good morning to you again. My name is Ron Brummett. I'm the president, and I happen to be this morning. I have a very special guest. It's my wife, Marilyn, so good morning, Marilyn. Well, good morning. Well, you know, this program is pre-recorded a few days before Sunday, and this has been Hurricane Week. It's all about ion, 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 everything's hurricane, hurricane. So I do pray uh, that we don't know the results of what's happened up in the north part of Florida, but we're just praying for safety. The, uh, the concern has been flooding and, and rain, and so mm-hmm. we, we've been praying all week about the safety of people here in Florida and the rest of the nation. But having said that, uh, our programs uh, continue 365 days, seven days a week. Uh, we're working with men, women, and children who've, who've really either messed up their life or been messed up lives have been forced upon them right mm-hmm, now. That's right. So sometimes people, you know, it's not their fault. You know, things have happened to them. And we've seen so many women and children come to us and they're fleeing from domestic violence. And that's not what their intention was, you know, when they became uh, connected to their significant other. They thought it was going to be a wonderful life. And then how, here they are now fleeing for their lives. Right. And we have people that come from all walks of life. You know, sometimes we stereotype. I have in the past even, you know, stereotyped homeless. You know, that guy's been standing at that same corner, you know, for eight weeks. Every time I drive by it, he's got his cardboard sign up. He seems like a nice guy. But if he can do that all this time, why can't he get a job? And maybe Maybe you think that when you're driving around and you're looking through Miami-Dade or Broward counties, here's a woman out there with a sign, here's a man out there with a sign, here's somebody sleeping. But you know something, and Marilyn can attest to this, sometimes you just don't know the rest of the story, Mm. right? No, there's always more to the story. And when you actually get to sit down and talk to people, then all of a sudden your heart is broken when you hear some of the things that they have gone through. Right, and so for 100 years, I'm going to go back to this over and over again, 100 years, this is our big, bold, beautiful Centennial celebration, 100 years. And by the way, I've been here 30 of those 100 years. Marilyn, you've been here 20 years, yeah, correct? Yeah. And then our predecessors, who I call mom and dad in the faith, that was Dr. Frank Jacobs and Maxine Jacobs. Uh, they're still alive and well. Uh, I'm not going to disclose their age because I don't think they like that, but uh, they're, they're they're retired. They've been retired for about 15 years, so you figure it out. And uh, they're going to be coming down here. And they, they had the mission for what, uh, 35 over, years? Over 30 years. Yeah, so between just our two families, yes. it's over 50 years of yes. the mission's history, and then we're going to have more history to, to review during the gala. That's right. And, uh, you know, there was two other couples, uh, the, the couple that started it, uh, John and Zeta Schluker, and then Reverend McKinley Ash and his wife, Marguerite, uh, were the next in line. And when you hear the stories of how everything started, I'll just give you a little bit of, um, uh, you know, eyesight to understand that it was all started under a tent. And uh, to think where we are now as we're helping thousands um, of men, women, and children. But, you know, they started just before the great Miami 
hurricane, okay, about four years before that hurricane hit. And uh, they were helping thousands of people even back in the 20s. So it's an amazing story of God's faithfulness and God's grace all through the year. So the gala is on October the 15th. Um, It's at the Signature Grand in Davie. We are pretty much filled uh, for the gala. Uh, If somebody still wants to sponsor um, and help us because that money is going to be going actually to the programs, you can go to caringplace.org slash gala. Right, and you know, I didn't imagine we have 50 tables and we have to add some more. It's October 15th. Mm-hmm. It's at the Signature Grand in Fort Lauderdale, right off of uh, uh, 595. And uh, we, may, we have to add some more tables. It's a great time. This is going to be a great time. And by the way, if you can't come, I mean, if, if you can't come and we don't have room for you anyway, one of the greatest news stories of, of this year is also is that we have a book that was published. Yes. And so it's called The Miracle, Miracle Mission. Mission. It's the incredible story of the Miami Rescue Mission's first 100 years and beyond. Uh, I can't even imagine. I pinch myself that mm-hmm. we've been that the mission's been here 100 years, that I've been here 30 years, that you and I and others, it's not just been us, but others have put this book together. I want to sh- send a shout out to Walter Villa. Uh, he has really wrote the book. He's a, a sports writer for many papers, but he did a little piece on me a few years ago. And when we knew we were going to have a centennial celebration, we kind of kicked around the idea, should we have a book so the book is it's got my story it's got Marilyn's uh, story in there it talks about Dr. Frank Jacobs the history of the mission it's got testimony stories from graduates it's mm-hmm. got donor stories it's a great great book to have yes. and uh, you can get that book if you if you um, you can buy it right directly from Amazon mm-hmm. and so you can go to a link a caringplace.org slash miracle that's caringplace.org slash miracle I'll take you right to the Amazon um, bookstore there link there and if you have a uh, if you'd like to you can even make us your charity uh, on Amazon they have a smile program that they give a little bit of every sale goes back to a charity so you can go there in their, in their help thing and find out how you can sign up and ch- choose us the Miami Rescue Mission as your charity and the book is uh, about 20 bucks you can mm-hmm. get a hardcover I think only hardcover right now no it's softcover for nineteen ninety five and hardcover for twenty four ninety five. Oh, okay. both is available online well good I'm glad that my, my wonderful wife there corrected me and, and can you imagine Marilyn there'd be a book about the mission and yet it deserves 100 years is a milestone mm-hmm. for any business, any organization, mm-hmm. any church, any synagogue, any any. Uh, it's just a, a, amazing, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, it is. So uh, we're we're very excited about it, and uh, we just want you to read the story. You know, this is something you can put on your coffee table, and people can pick up. They could read one chapter and you know lay it down, pick it up a little bit later, and read more to it. Or you could read it through in probably uh, two hours. You could probably read the whole thing through. Yeah, and they have my story in there yes so, you do uh, a little tickler there is that some of you that if you've never tuned into the program no you wouldn't know this but um i was homeless for two and a half years in miami and so it's i have my story in there too along with others and it's just remarkable that a person can be on the street and uh come in and give their heart to the lord and just be willing and available and what God can do through your life. You know, uh, if you're listening and you're going through some bad times, maybe the hurricane got you all upset. You know, maybe you've lost a job. Maybe you lost a child or some someone in your family. You know, there's a God who loves you and wants the best for you. And this ministry, it's 100 years. Like Marilyn said, it was starting a tent. A couple came down from Ohio, and they just wanted to serve here in Miami. It was a boom town before the, 20, the 1926 hurricane. But can you imagine 10 decades? And I had to tell the staff this last week. 
week. Miles, listen, you know, 10 decades, the buildings are still here, the, the mission is still going strong. We, I know we've rebranded to the caring place, but we're going to continue to serve God and serve others. And, and, and even during this wonderful uh, season of Centennial Celebration, still the day-to-day operations of the ministry still takes place. And we're just, I know it's the beginning of October, you know, we got uh, October 3rd tomorrow, but mm-hmm. we're fastly approaching Thanksgiving. Yeah, and we, so we have Pack the Pantry going on, and that means that's when we start gathering food, and we ask people to do food drives for impair imperishable items uh so just things like you know uh pasta rice uh, powdered milk you know anything cans of food any of that type of thing do a food drive it could be in your neighborhood it could be your business uh it could be a school it could be your church or synagogue it could be anything so just ask us we'll give you the flyers in fact you can go to caringplace.org slash pack the pantry and we'll give you the flyers we even have those old-fashioned paper brown bags that they're, they're conversation starters you know it's not really to put all the food into it because they're not that uh, sturdy <laughs> but uh, you pass those out and say can you help us with pack the pantry and uh, that's the reason we're able to serve a meal we advertise for two dollars and ten cents is because of the food donations now you still have hard costs you know you have insurance you have your building upkeep you have your kitchen items that you have to keep running your ovens and all that but the food drives is what really helps us so help us with pack the pantry yeah we're going to serve 250,000 meals during the fall uh you know we do this every single year having packed a pantry drive because we know thanksgiving is coming up uh, coming on us we'll talk a little bit about, about that later in the program but thanksgiving we're going to go back to our street outreaches yeah it's going to be a wonderful time well stay tuned right here on news radio 610 wiod for more mission possible you're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Put you in a mold to not really have uh, respect for yourself and others. You get to the point to where I was just crying. I was like grounded right there in my tears, sobbing about. I was lost. I couldn't think. The first meal I had here was like a home meal to me. I felt Freddie again. After eating the meal, I, I was more calm within myself, and I felt that there was hope. That's where really where it really uh, began to me. After that meal and that shower, my life just changed as far as being lonely and, and hurt, deep, deep hurt, because I felt that there was a chance that I could come in here and get back on track. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10 Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate at the Caring Place with the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. I'm excited. We have in the studio with us today uh, Marilyn Puerto, and she is the Regional Director of Strategic Partnerships with Moments Hospice. Marilyn, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Welcome. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, it's, it's good to have people in the studio, our wonderful uh, guest. We've been doing a lot of radio interviews. So when we have someone here, yes, this is this is something to celebrate. Um, thank you uh, to Hospice, your, you know, the company that you're talking about today, right? Um, I have to thank you for sending your representatives to our Center for Men in Miami and talking to our case managers, right? It is so important to talk about the work that you guys do, right? Planning, organizing, being ready. That's, that's, those are the things that I got, uh, from the presentation and I happened to be there. So I, I was among the lucky ones, uh, to receive all the information that we receive from you. So, so thank you. And our case managers now, they're able to pretty much uh, educate, right? Our residents, the people that are coming in our centers, people that sometimes when they come to us, they have no one. They have no family. They have, uh, not instructed anyone to, to be there for them, right? If they, if they need for people to make decisions for them, right? Important decisions, right? Uh, yes. And, and that's why you're here for. So tell us about Moments Hospice. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Um, well, hospice is originated in Minnesota. We also have some offices in Chicago. Um, what I really like to focus on is what makes hospice moments different. And what makes us different is we take a lot of pride in providing individualized plan for each of our patients. So in order to really um, do this on an individual basis, what we do is we take our first seven days where our families and our patients will meet with the skilled nursing um, we will meet with the um, you know living community the patient the family to ensure that we are aligning services so they truly get the joint you know feeling of what a care plan or individual care plan really is absolutely and and that's important and I think I I, I told you you know when we were talking before the interview that I, I have the experience firsthand, right? And one thing that I appreciate from a company like yours is that personalized uh, attention, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you cannot get so big that you forget, right? That we're talking and we're dealing with human beings, right? With the families, with the person that may be dying or maybe not, right? As, as we have learned. Correct. Um, but also having that communication with the family who in in some cases you know they suffer so much right because everything that they're going through so that's amazing that you guys do that yes no it's it's really very important that communication with the patient and not only with the patient like you just mentioned with the family i mean the family um as it is the word hospice for many people especially depending on your culture is uh it's not an easy word yes it really isn't so you really have to explain a lot. You have to reassure them that that doesn't mean that their loved one is going to pass away within days. On the contrary, um, we try to do a lot of education. Our nurses become very involved and very close with the actual nurses that are going there every, every day. Every, I mean, it comes to the point that that nurse becomes part of your family. Absolutely. Literally, you're, you're bringing someone in that you don't know to care for your loved one. So right now, like I mentioned, you know, we're new in Miami. We've only been here a year. Um, we've had a hard time because through COVID, you know, a lot of the nurses 
it, we're overworked. Yes. So it's become really difficult. So we've taken our time to hire the the right type of employee, the ones that are passionate. Yes. Obviously with, with hospice. Hospice is, is not easy. For me, it hasn't been easy. Um, but once you, it's like I say, when you once you light that little spark in a little candle, it awakens all these all these passions and all this caring that you really want to, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like to to give to the family yes. that, that they can understand that you're as passionate as they are for their loved ones. So, um, I mean, I love Moments Hospice. Um, Moments Hospice is owned by two young guys. They're both Orthodox Jews, very loving, very, very two smart gentlemen. And... Um, they got into this business because they had some issue with a family member and that patient wasn't going to be seen like three days out of the week out of the no, no, no <laughs> three days out of the week no this patient was having issues that say was a thursday or a friday they couldn't get a hospice to get out there till monday oh wow oh wow so they found that to be like you know it was very hard for them to understand they their background is um nursing homes and alfs so they said, you know something, we we want to make a difference. We want to make a difference. So they got into the uh, hospice business. And ever since then, they've been doing wonderful. Like I said, they give the patients what they need. They have the patience, the time. Our visits, whether it's, we have music therapy, massage therapy. Love it. <laughs> we have namaste. We have pet therapy. We have our nurses. We have our chaplain. And they all have to complete their one-hour visits. I love it. Their one-hour visits. And again, that's that's not necessarily, you know, I, I I hate to say it, but sometimes we we make it. Uh, we go in autopilot, if I may say, right? Yes. And and so you cannot do that when you're talking about someone who's dying, or again, or you know, last few months of their lives, or maybe if last year, and, and dealing with the families and their emotions, right? So the compassion, can only imagine that compassion has gotta be at an all time high, right? Yes, it is. Because you, you have to understand if it's a mother or if it's a daughter, or you know, it doesn't matter, a relative, someone that is close to you, uh, that you are there with them. So you're suffering as, as much as the next person, right? Right. So how wonderful that you guys have that compassion and you're here in Miami now, right? Yes. Miami and Broward County or just Miami for we're, now? Right now we're in Dade County and Monroe. Okay. That's how the, um, it's called the certificate of need. Right. Which is usually given, they're all separated. Um, so we were able to get um, Dade and Monroe. Yes. Now there is a component and correct me if I'm wrong to your, to everything that you guys do. And that is the, the five witches, right? Yes. The, the planning. Yes. The planning. T tell me a little bit about that because I, find it fascinating that you guys have put together something so amazing okay I'll tell you a little bit about our five um, wishes okay the five wishes is the um, first living will also called the advanced uh, directive that talks about your personal emotional and spiritual needs as well as your medical wishes um, it lets you choose the person you want to make health care decisions and if uh, you're not able to make them, you know, if you're not able to make them themselves, the five wishes let you say exactly how you wish to be treated. And um, if you get seriously ill, obviously. Um, what we try to also do is that I've done in the past is usually I visit a lot of facilities like the um, senior centers. Yes. And what I really like to teach them is 
the importance of having a living will, yes. of having a designated person. And you need to realize a lot of these elderlies have no family. Correct. So what I try to emphasize is, is do you have a good friend, a neighbor, someone that's caring that you've known that will take that responsibility? But it's very important to have that one person and to, to be, make that decision. And, and to be prepared, right? Yes, I mean, Marilyn, yes. I couldn't agree more. I think it's important that our decisions get taken seriously in, and someone to execute them for us if we can't. Um, Marilyn, if our listeners want to know more about Moments Hospice, how can we find you? Okay, our website is obviously momentshospice.com. My name is Marilyn Puerto. Um, you can also um, reach me at uh, 786 561-1077. And if you're driving, if you couldn't get the information from Marilyn, she has been our guest. I have all the information here. So you can call Leanne here at the mission and I'll give it to you. Marilyn, thank you for joining us. I hope you guys can join us at the gala coming up. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Reach Centers. So excited we have in the studio with us today, Sean Prosper and Michael Angelo uh, Dooley from the South Florida After School All-Stars. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Oh, you guys. I'm, I'm excited because now I know much more about your program. I mean, we've been talking uh, off the air and I've been learning so many wonderful things you guys are doing. Tell our listeners about your wonderful organization, please. Well, we provide after school programs for students, uh, primarily middle school and high school, that are free. And our goal are to help them um, succeed in school and in life. So it's academics, enrichment, physical fitness, art, science, music, STEM, you name it, college career exploration, college tours, uh, field trip, work for, workforce development. There's just so many things that we offer, and the way we offer them is through collaborating with multiple um, entities. Absolutely. And I, I, I know that you guys collaborate with the schools that the, the children are going to already. In which areas? We offer our programs all over Miami-Dade County, um, down south, Homestead, Redland area, um, Liberty City, West Miami, Hialeah, North Miami. Uh, we have, last year we had 29 schools, 10 high schools and uh, 19 middle schools. That's amazing. And I'm going to say it again, free for families that I, I, I would assume qualify, right? Now... If our listeners are interested, and, and, and our listeners, this may be for someone that they know, this may be for someone in their family, how can they find you guys? How can they find more information? Well, they can find more information by going to our website, www.sfasas.org, or also calling our phone number, 305-348-7904. So explain how it works. A typical day for a child. A typical day is the after-school day ends, they report to a common area where they receive a meal. Um, then um, they're led by certified teachers from the school, the whole school, because that's where the program takes place, to separate classrooms. They have an academic hour, uh, followed by an enrichment 
and or fitness portion. So enrichment are all the electives that I mentioned before. Yes. As well as um, health and wellness, fitness, and social emotional learning. Do you imagine, I mean, I have to, I have to talk about the monetary part, right? Mm-hmm. How much would it cost? How much you're saving these parents and, and these entire families by providing these services? I mean, we're talking about private tutoring. We're talking about activities that you do after school. I mean, you even mentioned dance and, and physical. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Well, that's, and that's one of the things that I'm going to mention too, because it, it's not even just those main activities, but there's also things that we try to bring to the students that they may not get to experience ever in their lives, whether it be st- special STEM programs or robotics types of classes. Some middle schoolers and high schoolers may never experience this outside of this type of program. And so we try to bring those to as many students as we can as well. Absolutely. Now, I know you work with FIU. Uh, I know that now. (laughs) Florida International University. And um, let's just assume for two seconds here, what happens in the case that a listener wants to find out if the school of their child it's not included in your program. Um, do you guys refer to another organization or it's simply we don't offer that in that school? In essence, if anybody reaches out to us, we try to put, we, if we cannot help them ourselves, we try to refer them to somebody else who can. Um, our goal is to help help our community and help our kids. And it doesn't matter who's providing the service. Um, we would like to provide the service if we're able to, but if we are unable to, um, we reach out. Because this is amazing, free. Now, how about when the, when the day is over? What happens when they are ready to go home? Well, as you know, we have a lot of working parents. So at each of our middle schools, when we provide transportation to their homes. Amazing. I mean, let's talk for more money, right? Now, now we're talking more money with the prices of gas. Now you're also helping with that. I mean, that's, that, that's amazing. Now, anything that you would like to share that you know, um, Let's go ahead and tell us the website one more time for those of uh, our listeners that are interested. www.sfasas.org. South Florida After School All Stars. And if you didn't get it because you're driving or you're busy at the moment, you call me here at the Miami Rescue Mission. I have all of their information I can provide you with the website and also the phone number. Sean Michelangelo, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you again. It's the support of the community that allows us to operate and impact so many. So thank you. Thank you. A hundred years. The Miami Rescue Mission is 100 years old. They are serving the homeless and the hungry. They are serving food. They are giving showers. They are giving clothing. They are helping abused women and children that desperately need a shelter. The Miami Rescue Mission, now called The Caring Place, is caring for those who are hurting in our communities. Well, this is the part of the program where we get to interview someone who has gone through a life change and is on the other side and is successful and doing the right thing and doing a great things. And so with me today, I have Luis Angel, and he is a graduate of our Broward Outreach Centers. He's a recent graduate. So first of all, we want to say welcome to the program, Luis. Thank you very much, Ms. Brown. Well, Luis, you had a tough, you've had a tough life. I mean, uh, you've told me a little bit off air. So let's share uh, with our listening audience um, how your life was. Uh, I just want to give all the thanks and glory to God. But uh, I grew up, you know, grew up in Chicago in a rough life, you know. There, thank God I grew up in the church, you know, um, Palestine Temple. And, uh, but you know, I, I grew up with gangs and, and abusive and been shot and, and then with drugs all around me all my life. And, um, 
and um, dealing with bondage, you know, dealing with losing my mother, my best friend, uh, Nachito, and, you know, and uh, life struggles had me stuck in my brain mm. and had me just lost where I just wanted to run, went away from God, went away from everything and just go use and just be by myself and just, you know, hurt myself. Yeah, I hear that a lot from people when they use. It's just a, it's an escape. Uh, it's not because they think, oh, that's cool to do, um, but it's just to to feel feel better. Now, what actually brought you, Louise, to the Broward Outreach Center? Back in uh, brought it brought me uh, the churches, the churches. You know, being connected to the churches. Uh, I heard about the uh, place where man used to uh, actually uh, work with the one in Hollywood and. Uh, they told me about this place, and uh, and uh, I asked when I heard, and, and gave me uh, uh, didn't know much about it, but uh, that's how I heard about it. Well, all fair, you actually was very truthful and said that uh, you've actually been at the Broward Outreach Center in Hollywood um, several times, and in fact, way back uh, the very beginning was back when it was uh, ha- wasn't too old. Um, in the late 90s and then early uh, 2001 uh, you were back and you know sometimes people don't understand that it, it's maybe it's like a vaccination but it might take several several times to, right. to really take yeah um, but something's happened to you that it really took uh, because you're you're very different now but talk about what happened that made it take you know, after keep going on, on again, and just falling, falling to the things of this, to this world, um, being lost, uh, I just ask the Lord. You know, I, I need, I, I, I'm so grateful for our outreach because it, 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 I, I coming out of jail, I needed a place where I can just rest, a place where I can just meditate and just seek the Lord with all my heart. And, and and come to him and, and with all my prayers and supplications and just ask him for help. I need your I need your help. And uh, you know, Broward Archie was a place for me for that. Mm-hmm. So you have gone through all the steps there, and uh, you ha- have graduated. Uh, that means that now that uh, and we're going to talk maybe just a moment after the break here a little bit more where you're living because you're in one of our permanent housing projects and that that's another story. But you actually, as you graduated, did you how did you feel about going through the education? All those different steps you had to go through. Wow, you know it's 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 um, amazing because uh, all the education I received from back in '97 when. Dan Reeser, we used to teach classes to the principals. Everything stuck with me today. It planted mm-hmm. seeds in me that Good. I was able to use these tools and and use them to really apply them in my life. And um, well, we're going to come back in just a moment, Louise, and we're going to pick up your story. I'm so glad that something did work, and we'll be back in just a moment as we hear the rest of Louise's story. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Puts you in a mode to not really have uh, respect for yourself and others. You get to the point to where I was just crying. I was like grounded right there in my tears, sobering about. I was lost. I couldn't think. The first meal I had here was like a home meal to me. 
I felt pretty again. After eating the meal, I, I was more calm within myself, and I felt that there was hope. That's where really where it really uh, began to me. After that meal and that shower, my life just changed as far as being lonely and hurt, deep, deep hurt, because I felt that there was a chance that I could come in here and get back on track. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10 Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. I'm Victor. Program will be recorded. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, we're back with Luis. Uh, hopefully you turned in in the last five minutes and you got to hear the first part of his story. Very traumatic, um, going through a lot in his life. Uh, he was from Chicago, involved in gangs, um, shot at, uh, using drugs, uh, lost a lot of people in his life that meant a lot to him. Uh, that causes depression and, uh, you know, you just get in that, uh, you know, roller coaster of using, not using, using, not using. Uh, had come to the Broward Outreach Centers, but several times, uh, by That's your right. own admission. But now you're really on the right track. So let's talk about some of the good stuff, Louise. Uh, right now you're actually living in what we call one of our permanent housing. The mission, uh, has over 10 multiplex houses for men and women. Uh, you're one of the ones that are living there. And you also just experienced doing a 5K run for That's another right. organization, but to help the hungry. Talk about why did you do that? Why are you on this other side of the door now? Well, um, I'm, I'm being, I use running to associate with, uh, with recovery and not only with recovery, with life itself to build endurance. And I'm, I'm running this 5K, um, for, to bring awareness. You and did that for food for the poor, for right? For food for the poor, yes. And then you can look at the, the story and testimony at food for the poor, uh, website. If you Google it, uh, you'll see some part of my testimony with pictures there. And I was grateful for that. Had some help with that. Some people who helped me in that. But now you're on the other side where you're starting to give. You're starting to help others and running a race like that. What'd you feel like when you were running the race? It, it's kind of funny because, you know, I, it, during the race, I, you know, here I, I suffer with asthma and also I was in the front line and as I was getting tired, you know, and wanting to stop, you know, wanting to quit, I said, Lord, you know, just give me something not to focus on quitting and not only quitting, but quitting in life, but let me focus on something. And as I look up, I saw in front of me that I got to man and, and she didn't know, but I, I started following her and she pulled me, literally pulled me all the way to the end. And I did it in 33 minutes. Mm. And, you know, and, and when I finished lying, I gave it my best and it showed me when you, what you can do with, you know, when you give you your best. And that was, to me, it was amazing from sleeping on the street to being addicted to drugs to, to accomplishment for that for me. And to, cause I did it not only for me, for everyone out there who's hurting and who's lost and to let them know what they can accomplish. So the run was a little bit like an object lesson. I mean, uh, your whole life, you might say you've been running and stumbled and fell and uh, tried to get back up and run a little bit more. But now you're running this race That's five right. mile and you want to give up. 
up, but you focus on somebody ahead of you that is running back. We can take that. We could preach that, teach that, because isn't that all of our residents as they're here? uh, They get to focus on maybe someone else that is making it a little bit further ahead of them. That's right. Some of them, as you have focused on God and said, hey, God has made a way for me. I know he loves me. I'm going to focus on him. I'm going to finish this race. Isn't that what the scripture says? That's right. Uh, Where Paul says, I'm I'm running the race. I finished the race. Um, I'm going to endure through the race. So, Luis, I just got to say thank you so much for sharing your testimony. You're now in one of our permanent housing. You might want to say a few things about that before we close. Well, it's so awesome because, you know, I want to thank uh, Janice and, and also uh, Rachel, my, my case managers, who uh, uh, helped me. And uh, it just came up. An opportunity came up for me. I grabbed onto it. I'm right there. One of the housings there that that's so awesome because I'm blessed by this because it's close to where I can now practice everything I've learned at the Broward Art Region and use these tools and um, working uh, right across the street Fitness Health Club, and um, you know, and, and it's, it's used for me to be always to be connected with my case manager, where I'm saying up to go to school to become a, an addiction counselor to to be back at Broward Outreach to help share and just be a, a motivator speaker for people in the here. Well, Luis, you have a tremendous testimony. Thank you for sharing. It takes courage to come on air and share a testimony like that. So I'm going to ask the listening audience, please uh, continue to pray for Luis and all the other men, women, and children that come through our programs that God will continue to work in their lives. Thank you, Luis. Thank you for for letting me have me here. Thank you. You're awesome. Well, Marilyn, what a wonderful testimony from Lewis. And that's what it's all about in our centers in Miami and Broward. We're known as the caring place. We care for people, and we want to see them have a better destiny, a better future. And we can't do all the things that we do without our support teams. We have our donors. We have our prayer warriors. We have our faith community. We have our businesses and organizations, and we have our grants and contracts and you know all these different revenues uh, so that that person that one person that comes through our doors can have a changed life, not just not just to feed them for that day, but to actually see them be transformed and regain the things they've lost and then become something new. And that's what God does with us. And so your support goes such a long way. We talked earlier in the program about our gala, and then we have our Pack the Pantry food drive. Uh, we can go to caringplace.org slash Pack the Pantry or Pantry. Now you'll find it on our, on our website. You get brown paper bags, the old brown paper bags, and people go out and they collect canned goods. Now, maybe uh, you have children and you can put them to work on this on this project. We have many families that do that. They go in their neighborhoods and mm-hmm. they, they go ahead and collect the canned goods. Now, that's right. And we even have these um, old-fashioned brown paper bags. And it says that, you know, help us with Pack the Pantry. And so if you have the kids go through the neighborhood and, and hand out one of those, and then they say, we'll be back on such and such a day uh, to pick up whatever you have collected. And that gives them a project. They understand they're helping the homeless, and the whole neighborhood gets together. So that could be your business also, school project, uh, church project, synagogue project, anything like that. But it makes it a community project. And that's what we always emphasize, that it takes a community, really, to help our homeless, our needy, our hurting. Uh, we're, we're taking care of abused women and children. Uh, so there's so many that are hurting during this time. And as you know, we've just come through very, very bad weather. And so it just gives more of, uh, of an issue of helping more and more people. So whatever you can do, uh, once again, go to caringplace.org slash pantry. Right. And, you know, some people 
they just don't have the energy to get out and, and go door to door and it's easier for them just to give cash donations in which we love that because we need uh, cash to operate you can also become a meals a month partner and this is something uh, at a higher level I think it starts at 10.50 it's five yes. meals every mm-hmm. meal is $2.10 so for 10.50 that's the low end mm-hmm. every per month. month yeah per month you promise that's five meals a month so mm-hmm. when you sit down to your dinner table you know uh, you know five times hey listen I help somebody else have a good meal and these meals by the way mm-hmm. they're not just crusty bread and some soup there are very good meals and I've said this for years and Marilyn you can chime in hope often begins with a meal and it's that first meal it's that first stage of interacting with people they come yes. in you know they, they don't just come in because they're hurting sometimes they do that sometimes most of the time though they're hungry or they need a shower and you change your clothes they need you know all the stories they need shoes for work and all and so on but that first meal that means not only give them a meal but somebody interacts with them mm-hmm. and and we are post-covid you know we're open mm-hmm. fully open for business we're filling up our centers again with men and women our volunteer staffs are coming in so you can find out about volunteer opportunities i see more and more volunteers applying and we want to make the experience as a volunteer meaningful to you. We don't just come here and sit mm-hmm. behind. But whatever your talent is, if you're maybe you have a talent in landscaping, well, listen, we have properties that need some landscaping attention, some curb appeal and so on. Or maybe yes. you are a chef and you want to come in or you just want to shop the food or maybe you're a teacher and you can help teach the men or the, or the children even That's sometimes. Right. So right. there's a lot of different ways. And I know when you volunteer for an organization, when you give them your time, that is the most precious commodity anyone has is there our time and what we choose to do so uh, I remember when I was in the program years and years you know three decades ago I remember the volunteers coming and I still was fresh in my memory mm-hmm. and how they f- helped feed me and they they did chapel services and they interacted with me it made a difference so there's a lot of different ways to, to get involved uh, right now go to caringplace.org you'll find out all the different ways to get involved become a member of one of our groups help with the meals volunteer uh, and it, even though all the tables may be filled for our gala you can still be a sponsor and still have your name recognized. Mm -hmm. Well, God bless you. May the Lord look after you and your loved ones this week and tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. Yes, inflation.